Life Happens Weekdays 1 to 3 p.m. Okay, it's that time when we have a very big conversation and it's a men's forum. As usual on a Thursday, we have a men's forum for about 45 minutes and uh, it's always quite a deep conversation. So we left it off at a point where one of our guests two weeks ago mentioned the tricky balance between what would be seen as harassment, sexual harassment, and chivalry, and this being a concern apparently in communities around gentlemen where they are saying, look, you know, I, I have no ill intentions. I I would, like uh, at any other given time, want to, you know, be quite warm to a lady or whoever it is, and I, I'm, I'm now finding it quite tricky. And I don't want to that to be misunderstood as Harassment. So let me welcome my guest one more time, Fanazuela Shorzy, who is a gender activist and lecturer at the Durban University of Technology under the Adult and Community Education Unit. And though in this particular conversation speaks in his own capacity, I'm also welcoming Justin Cohen, an international speaker and author, and latest book is Winning with Relationships, 21 Laws of Influence in Love and Business. Justin and Fanazuela, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. So I want to just recap, Mfanoe, you had said with all that we were discussing around, um, you know, harassment, how do we draw the line and that fine, fine balance between anxiety of a man who has not necessarily got bad intentions, but maybe misunderstood? Mfano? Thank you very much. Um, thank you for inviting me once, once, once again. Yes. Definitely, we we have families. Uh, we we have we have children because of relationships. Uh, we exist because someone approached someone. Uh, that's why it's in front of the zoo, my sister. <laughs> um, I like that. I really like that. De- definitely, and and therefore we cannot always say that uh, what people do. Um, it's always wrong uh, with children, some of us, just because of that. And, and therefore, there, there, there are instances where a man will approach a woman, uh, being genuine, really wanting to, to marry her, want to have a relationship, um, a lifetime relationship, and so on. So, but maybe um, that person would not uh, like that. I'll, I'll use the case of a woman here. I know that we, we yes, live in no, a democratic okay. yeah. society yes. and so on. So I know that there are different types of relationships. Yes. Um, and, and then there will be, there'll be, there'll, there'll be that and so on. So, um, so that, that is, therefore there is really a fine line. Even at work, for example, we'll find that that will happen. Um, and then they will, sometimes that would be defined as sexual harassment, but maybe the, the intentions of the men were good, were good intentions. You Even know, in the, in the rural areas, that, that will also happen. In fact, you, you want to hone in on, the, on, on a woman and uh, a, a man, I beg your pardon, a man, uh, in this case, looking to a woman for a relationship. I want to pause you there because I've got examples that are actually quite chilling of even those um, with same-sex relationships where it could be a man um, with intentions with another man, how actually it's it's quite tricky. You know, it's it's quite tricky because there are other cultural 
um, understandings around these kind of things. And sometimes you don't know a person's uh, standing and you don't know, you know, their their sexual orientation. And, and you may misstep and what that means when you make that mistake and that error, right? So let, let's just pause. And also while we're pausing, I want you to start dialing in because this is a conversation between all of us. 0891-10427. The SMS number is 41391. Charged at 150. Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Thank you so much for staying with us. It's the Men's Forum. And uh, before we went to the break, I was asking a question about chivalry. So, Mfano, my, and, and also Jay, Justin Cohen, who, who are our guests. Justin Cohen is, is an author, and his latest book is Winning with Relationship, 21 Laws and Influence in Love and business. And then Fanazuela Shosi is a gender activist, also a lecturer at the Dermot University of Technology, except at this time he's speaking in his own personal capacity. Fano, I was saying to you that I know of many instances, right, where a man who may be gay uh, is interested in another man and it became extremely violent, where the other in fact, was extremely offended by the idea that another man was looking at them that way. Oh, oh yes, um, a, a different because of our cultural uh, upbringings. Mm. Therefore, uh, it's it's not normal in most instances where you find a man approaching another man. Uh, it's very very uh, difficult. I remember um, when I was working for the Commission for Gender Equality, yeah. we had a, a, a workshop. In, in one of the rural areas in KZN, in Swaimani, <laughs> where a chief stood up and said, I don't have gay men in my, in my community. <laughs> and one gay man stood up and said, I'm from this community, I'm a gay man. Oh. So those things, are, those are not uh, accepted in our, in, 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 in our own communities, but they happen. And, and they will tend men to, to actually become violent. I think it goes with, with, with teachings and so on, because if... You, because of different sexual orientation, if you don't belong to that sexual orientation, you must just nicely tell that person that no, I'm not interested. I don't belong in that in, in that in that social orientation and so on. But those things uh, would happen. And in some instances, I also had other men who have a discussion as the, as the men's forum when we talk about these things and we ask them. They'll say no. You are even afraid to sleep with other men because we don't even know their, their sexual orientation. So when when we discuss the issue of sexual orientation, so people now are afraid about some of these things and so on with the new nuances and so on. Not that um, sexual orientation, gay men, um, uh, were were not existing. They're just existing now. It's that in the past because their rights were not protected, so they were afraid to come out. Mm. So then the question is, and then Justin, for you. Then how do you manage the difficulty of being misunderstood, number one, male or female, whatever orientation you are? How do we manage making sure that your message, your intentions are well understood? Well, you know, I, I know we often talk about culture and I mean, you remember that, that culture is also dynamic and culture is evolving. And you know, we, we're looking at a situation here in our country, not just in South Africa, it's all around the world, and we see an absolute epidemic of violence against women, of sexual harassment, and and we're saying enough is enough. You know, we need to do something about this, and I, and I think we've got to be careful about uh, constantly using culture as if it's an exoneration of behaviour that is 
that is quite frankly uh, just you know out out of bounds. Um, now I understand that there's a that there's a fine line uh, at, at times. Uh, I think you know for me the, the easiest uh, place to get to get this right is in the workplace. Because, look, here's the thing. I mean, men and women, and sometimes men and men and women and women, there's, there's sexual attraction. That's part of what it is to be a human being. There's, we are we become sexually attracted to people. And what we said in the workplace, which is also culture. I do I work in corporate culture. We said, well, actually, most corporate cultures, we say, look, whether you're attracted or not, man, female, male, male, this is not the place. You do not go and you do not come on to people. You do not even appraise people for how they look. Man, woman, woman, man, man, man. You don't do that. Basically, there's, there's none of that. In fact, in many corporates, I don't think all corporate, but most large organizations, even when it's mutually consensual, you would actually have to declare it um, that, all right, you are now, you know, you, you, you're now going to embark upon a relationship. And, and the reason that that's done is because it's so easy for... Uh, people to become exploited, right? For for a, for a woman to actually have a consensual relationship with an older man, uh, because she feels that if she doesn't, she will it'll jeopardise her work prospects. And so that's what 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 most corporates have said. Our culture, our corporate culture, is such that whether you are black, white, Jewish, uh, Muslim, when you are here, this is the way things are. We have to cre- we they created their own culture, and they've done that deliberately. Because there has been, because of the problems that have emerged, right? Of, of people being exploited, of sex for jobs, sex for money. So we just said that's not going to happen. So I think we've got to be, we've got to be clear about context. I would say in the context of a corporate workplace, no, there's no, there's no praising anybody for how they look physically because that's obviously you might think you're being nice, but that's a, it's a sexual come on. And we're saying that's not going to happen in the corporate world. Now, if you're going to a nightclub. Well, that's different, right? And then we say, well, there's different rules there. If we go to a nightclub, uh, but of course, a woman can go to a nightclub and not necessarily want to be picked up by a man. Correct. So they need to, or vice versa, yeah. right? Uh, and so there needs to be some rules there. So, for instance, and we, you know, there's many rules we could talk about. But one of them is you don't touch someone. So you don't physically touch someone. You don't put your hand on them. You know, you might say, well, I'm not being, I'm not hurting, I'm not. No, but there's a there's a boundary line there. Is that this is somebody's body is their body, and they will you you, you 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 will gather whether they you don't have to a stranger and put your hand on them. Now you know some guys might say, well, you know that's what I'm going to do, uh, but we've all got to figure out where where we're at, and I think that's a good rule to 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 go by. Uh, Justin, I'm going to ask that we sort out your line because we can't hear you clearly. But Mfano, oh. we are discussing. All things we can't do. I want us to get to what we can do. Okay? Let men are listening and they want solutions. Okay? What what can they do? We we can't talk to women in the workplace. We can't touch people. What? Let's talk practically. What can be done? Vano? No. Look. No. Look. I, I think we we must accept that. And I think the 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 narrative out there is that. We always uh, bash men and say they should not do this, and now they're afraid yes. to even to approach uh, women for 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 the good cause. Yes, but I think let me just invite men there to say you are a young man, you are single, you you want to start a relationship, <laughs> approach women. But when but when you do that, or, or can you want you are a man, you want to to approach another man, approach that man. But you must make sure that when you do that, don't violate their right. You know, if they say they don't like 
they don't love you and so on, I think uh, it's that to um, uh, assess that. Mm. But I think we, we, we must do that. And I think, remember that in the past, there, there were institutions that were educating our communities how, how uh, they should actually behave in, this, in these circumstances. With civilization, those institutions were destroyed. Now I'm on my own here in Gepe, and you're on your own in Johannesburg. Yeah. So... You know what? I, I, and so, I think this is the the point of this particular conversation. And in fact, I'm going to ask young men and I'm also going to ask women. Uh, and I say young because, as you said, you know, in Venezuela, that there used to be a time when there were, a, you know, places and spaces where these kind of things were talked about, where there's a bit of guidance happening. The truth of the matter is that they don't exist. And I'm only imagining myself now as a young man listening to this conversation. I'm thinking uh, these people are just telling me what I can't do. No, nobody here is honestly telling me what are the boundaries, what I can do, because, as you said, sure. I'm a young man and I have no ill intention, but I'm finding it very difficult. And in fact, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of not doing the wrong thing. And I'm also looking to hear from women about what they do appreciate and what they don't appreciate, because I think it's part of the learning. Unless we openly discuss the practicalities of what can be done, I, I'm afraid we're getting to a point where all we're doing is to alienate. We're alienating sure. young men. We're alienating even those who have absolutely no ill intent and just don't know how to navigate this world with all that is being presented to them right now. You're back on a better line, Justin. Your take? Yeah, Pumila, look, I appreciate what you said. There. By the way, I think this is the forum. You said there are no forums. You just created the forum. That's, this is, and this is a great forum, and that's why we're having you know, This is the, the Inviso. This is where we come together and we discuss these issues, and I think that's why this is so important. But let's, let me ask, answer a question. You know, what, I, I think, look, from a psychological point of view, there's something that I want to point out, because I think this is in terms of understanding men and women. Men will almost consistently overestimate female attraction. Now, this has been well-researched. Men overestimate. So if a woman is nice to him, she smiles and he thinks you know, she wants to be nice to his whole body. <laughs> and we're, we're, uh, I like interestingly, that. Yeah, a woman actually underestimates male interest. And this, yes. is from, uh, uh, this actually comes from evolutionary psychology. And the reason is that because from an evolutionary point of view, a man... His instinct, I'm not saying his morality and his psychology, yes. but, or rather his, his belief, but his <laughs> instinct is to sow his seed as wide as possible. <laughs> and so he is looking for multiple women to sow his seed. Now, obviously, within our society, we say, well, you know, many people believe in, not all people, but many people believe in monogamy, and then you rein that instinct in. But we still got to understand the instinct is there. Mm. And what that instinct means is that the man is going to be on the lookout. And because... If, if he gets rejected, so what, from, his, from an evolutionary point of view? If he fails to uh, connect with a woman who is interested in him, then he's lost out on a potential mate. And this is, why women, uh, this is why men will be so assertive and so, um, and, and so broad and varied in their, uh, in their search for a mate. <laughs> you know, so you know Justin, you make such an interesting point about the overestimation of men and the underestimation of women. And I'll, I'll give you a personal example because I think we need to get quite practical and, and for people to, to engage in this in a practical manner. I, um, long ago, long ago, in fact, it was in this very building. When I started working here, I was, what, 20 or whatever. And um, 
and and apparently there was a conversation among men and the one guy says to the other jeez that that so so one of them tells me this conversation the one says no you know what i i think i have a chance with her because she she i think she likes me and the other one said why do you think she likes you and then the one said no because she's always smiling with me right and then the other one responded no but she smiles with all of us <laughs> Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Which was true, right? So yes, I, I didn't see that as, as an invitation. Someone did. Right. You know, and, and that's exactly. how we are. Uh, absolutely. And women on average, and this is just the psychological research of it, women are more agreeable than men. Mm-hmm. What that means is that they are a bit nicer. They're nice to, to people. They smile. They are going and, and so that that is open to interpretation. Look, it's the same way, and this is something that you know I know has been. You know, we, 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 I think everybody's very clear on this. A woman can wear what she wants to wear, and that's not an invitation, right? However, um, as Camille Paglia, the feminist, would say, is you're in the same way. You don't go to you know Silbrow and leave all your windows open and your wallet out. There's certain places where, unfortunately, yes, in a perfect world. You, you should be able to dress however you want, but in certain places, because you know, if a man, if he does, let me just be very clear, this does not exonerate his behavior, and if he, uh, and if he assaults or rapes, he must go to prison no matter what, whether he was drinking or not. But, but women need to be conscious that men are of, of the reality out there. And that means that we, we, and that's why I think it's important as well we could say, I think women shouldn't have to be putting these boundaries and in certain places uh, being conscious of how they're dressing. And again, I know how much trouble that can get me into. I'm saying purely in certain circumstances, that would be dangerous. It's not right that a man thinks that, but we, it's, it's just a reality, right? And so based on this very, very uh, robust male sexual instinct, uh, and, and by the way, women also have a strong sexual instinct as well, right? Um, it means that, yes, be friendly, be nice, but I think, I think you, you're asking about what men can do and can't yes, do. I, yes. I'm kind of answering both here because I think on one hand, women need to put that boundary in place. And I would say as early as possible, make it clear if you're not interested, right? And I'm not saying some men, it doesn't stop them, right? They continue. But I think as long as a man thinks there's a vague hope, because of this evolutionary drive, he is going to keep persisting. Okay. And so if you can make that very clear, it's going to help. Um, and then as far as the man goes, I would say also, uh, you know, it's, it's probably good to get to the point where you have clarified that there's definitely interest. Yeah. <laughs> Shorzy, and if there isn't, we need to back off. <laughs> What's your take on this one? No, no, no. I, yes, yeah. No, no, no. I, 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 I agree. I agree with him. Um, but I, the other issue that I want to raise, I, I fully agree with him. But the other issue that I want to raise is that democracy brought diplomacy, hmm. and um, and 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 diplomacy. Uh, we tend to, even if there are things that you want to talk about, we always uh, make sure that we want to uh, to to make sure that whatever we say is going to be heard in a very nice way, mm-hmm. you know, so that we don't offend other people and so on. And therefore, that diplomacy, even even when you talk about all these other things, mm-hmm. and it becomes very difficult. Then you can't tell uh, even men, that's why they're afraid, because I'm going to say something that is not 
that is not part of the ordinary. Yes. You know, uh, uh, I would say things that, that they say in Duet, today they don't say in Sanini, for example. Yeah. You know? So those are, those are for me, uh, democracy and diplomacy are very, very critical issues. I come to Johannesburg, I, I, I always make this example, mm. you know, um, and 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 that that taught me a lesson. And I know you know Lebohang is one of the very uh, uh, special uh, um, women in South Africa. Mm-hmm. So I was doing some work for the commission, and I was chair then, and I was like joking, and I said to her, "Tulu, you mm-hmm. know." And every time when she sees me, she say, "How are you, Tulu?" Now <laughs> I feel very bad about saying Tulu to her, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Instead, I was I was like really really joking, but she was teaching me as a as a as a chairperson to say. These are some of the things that demean women, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and no matter you what know, I talk about it, remember your position as chairperson. But you didn't say it. Yes. Whenever she sees me, she said, Fana, how are you doing? So you know, there are all, <laughs> there, there all, uh, all those issues for me, which are very, 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 uh, very, very important. I think issues of democracy and diplomacy. Yes. And, and, and also, for example, I was talking to, to, to my boys, and I say, now how do you approach uh, a woman now? They say, no, uh-huh. if there is a friend, We'll bring about seven women to a pub. We talk and we choose. You, you know what I'm so, what I'm hearing. What I'm hearing is a, a fundamental shift in how we're having this conversation, which which part of it saddens me. Um, and we are here because of the state of where we find ourselves with gender-based violence and so on. I am sensing from two men who are leaders in society who are finding it difficult to articulate how would you approach a woman and not do this dance of you telling me what not to do. I'm finding it interesting how the two of you are engaging me in this conversation. You, you keep reverting back to what not to do. You keep reverting back to what not to do. And you're doing it because the, the environment has become so difficult to navigate. I find that sad. I find that sad. And I'm sad for a young boy who is even more unsure of themselves than you guys are. And, and I want us to really think about it. I want you to pause and think about that because we've created this world. And what a sad place it is for, for someone not to show affection in a way that we all understand it to be just that, affection. I'll take your calls after this, but I want you, both my guests, to think about this for a minute. 891 Let me go to Uzile Saku while we take that break at 2.30 for the latest in headlines. You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Call SAFM right now on 891 Okay, we continue our conversation. The lines are open, 0891-104-207. I'm with my esteemed guest this afternoon, Justin Cohen, who is an author, and his latest book is Winning with Relationships, 21 Laws of Influence in Love and Business. I'm also with renowned gender activist, Mfanazela Shozi, who is also a lecturer at the Durban University of Technology under the Adult and Community Education Unit. At this point, though, he's speaking in his personal capacity. We're talking about all things I, I was hoping to talk about all things wonderful and affectionate and chivalry it's it's difficult to move this conversation forward and I'm saying to all of us wow we we've instilled a sense of fear caution and and of of 
Yeah, it's it's. I'm I'm just hearing the the conversation differently because I'm thinking, this is what we've created because of the space that we live in now. There is so much fear around our conversations, even conversations that are meant to be um, of affection, of of a pleasant nature. There's this constant, but you shouldn't, but you shouldn't. And I'm asking, but what should you do? And I'm asking from the point of view of a young man who needs to be guided today. And I'm hoping we are talking to the converted. So people who know what not to do, but we're not telling them. So then how do you move forward? That's what I'm asking. And I'm challenging all of us to 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 have that conversation. Okay, we we were going to just quickly go to Craig, who've lost now. Likona, you, you're calling us from Cape Town. Good afternoon. Your take. Afternoon, Camilo. Hi. Are, are you loud and clear, Likona? Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, can I ask? Yes, please go ahead. Uh, okay, thanks. I have a colleague at work. Mm-hmm. She's very young and she has a beautiful body. Mm-hmm. And she likes to show it off. I mean, she's gymming and all that. Yeah. But the thing is, um, when she goes, like, we go to a meeting, you'd find out that mostly the guys are staring. Yes. And they're making, like, comments, like... Is wanting uh, to speak with her and all that stuff. Mm. So I've tried to advise her, but she's actually okay with her going to work half naked. And uh, she's beautiful and all that. But I feel like she has the right to wear what she wants to wear. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm kind of confused because the comments that the guys make are actually disrespectful behind her back. Well, has, anybody called, has anybody called the guys out? Oh... No, actually. Why not? Because, I mean, even their commanders, the, the bosses, they actually admire that girl for how she is. So who am I to call the guys out if they actually, and they are actually admiring with the boss? So hmm. it's actually difficult for me to say, hey, guys, stop it. Well, do you think their boss is actually do you think- motivating it. Do you think, Lukona, if you did, let's just say you, you did, or, or maybe you're going to try for the first time. Do you think, it, it, oh, have we lost, Lukona? No, I'm still oh, Okay, here. you're still here. So if you did, let's just say now you're going to be brave and you're going to call them out. Not in a rude way to say, folks, you know, hey, hey hang on, hang on, hang on, you know, um, that's not quite appropriate. Can we just check ourselves here? If you found a way of saying it in a polite way. Will you feel like you you have, you know, have you threatened your job in any way? Do you feel that it's going to disenfranchise you in any way? If what, I, I, I told the guys? Or yes, the, the guys. No, 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 not the lady. You've already dealt with the lady, the guys. Yeah. I don't think it's going to make a much difference. Hmm. Because it's actually, we've grown and we found out all guys are actually like this. But I don't feel like it should be okay. It somehow it has stopped, but who am I to stop it at the end of the day? Hmm. Okay, I'm going to just allow um, maybe my guests to, to comment on this. Um, any one of you, I don't know, Mfanazolo, do you want to comment on that? No, no. <clears throat> you know, the issue of the dress code is always a problem at work. That's why it needs to be uh, managed by policy. Mm. Whether I need to wear long sleeves for everyone, it should not be discriminatory to women and men. Yeah. So, if there is no policy, then it means you can um, wear whatever. Like Dr. Sandra Lane, my boss, if she doesn't say I must wear 
uh, if I can come with jeans and so on. So it's important that there must be there must be a, a, a policy around those issues. But what is important though is that um, even if there is no policy, then no one is allowed to to actually do whatever those 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 men were doing. Therefore, sex harassment to kick in or harassment at work or abuse and so on will always kick in. So, but mm. yeah, if, if 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 they don't have a policy, then if someone has established that policy, then then it's going to be there's going to be a problem. Here's a but problem. There's another issue that you yeah. Before you go on to the other one that I had addressed, I, I want us to just stick with this one for a minute because here's an, an SMS as well about um, dress code. And the, it's I'm assuming this is a lady who says, I hate it if a guy stays at my bum. And it's not only young guys, it's also the older guys. So there is the issue of us talking about the dress code, right? But then there's also another issue of anatomy, which nobody chooses, right? So where you are just this way you are you are this is the way you look correct you haven't chosen to be to have this frame it is just who you are and that being problematic to others is for me a problem because you're not if you are shaped in a certain way you didn't ask for it and so sometimes people just then quickly talk about the dress code but then there is a thing about just the way you are shaped. It's just the way you are shaped. And it doesn't matter what kind of, whether it's pants, whether it's a, it's a dress, whatever. There is the shape that exists. And people then start sure. making reference to the shape as if you've asked for it. It's just what you have. Sure. No, I think, I think, I think the, the, the good, the practice, uh, the sexual harassment policy deals with that. And then uh, that you can cannot discriminate on the basis of, uh, body shapes and so on, and and that's a violation of somebody's rights as well. That needs to be uh, uh, implemented by a particular organisation. And what is also important is that uh, employees must be educated about these things because they they will just uh, do them willingly, more especially male uh, uh, employees. Hmm. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll start that other conversation. As I said, I probed there a little bit and said, let's take it forward. And we're going to do that with Justin Cohen and Fanazola Shosi in a short while. SAFM. Primetime all day long. All right, it's a men's forum, and I did welcome your calls on 0891 I mean, quickly go to Sfiso, who's calling us from Richards Bay. Hello, Sfiso. Hello, Sister Nona. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Go ahead, Fiso. I'm good, I'm good. I, I want to talk about, I think the problem that we have in South Africa is the culture. Mm. Remember that uh, we used to go to Sunday schools. This thing was supposed to be taught during those times, the equality of women. And we neglected that topic from those Sunday schools and even in schools that we attend. Remember, as children, we used to get so excited when the, when the L.O. Uh, subject came in. Because we knew that it was going to talk about those things that we don't have the opportunity to talk about in our homes. So I think in South Africa, we need to introduce the curriculum that is going to be dealing with the gender-based violence. Let's not, we can talk about these things. We know that most people in South Africa, they have their certain radio station they listen. Majority of South Africans are not listening right now. But this thing, it keep on going and going and going. So we need to go back and look at the situation. How can we address this thing? Let's go back to school. 
Let's go back to, to, to churches and talk about this thing. Let us plant it from those young children and plant it so that when they grow up, we won't have to force them and tell them, hey, Werner, you should do this. Hey, Werner, you should do that. So uh, I'm saying this because I'm hanging out with the guys. They are smoking a cigarette. Ten guys sharing one cigarette. The language that they use there, it's disturbing. It's me, it's against ten guys. How am I going to... To, to, to persuade all of them because they're all going to be getting up with me. They're going to say, ah, you think that you, you're better than us. Because the language that they use, I'm telling you right now, uh, it's unlikely that I, I, I can't have a conversation with guys and say that uh, don't beat up women and they're going to support me. Trust me, it's something that I've seen even today who, at who, my workplace. Who, when, yes. who, who is going to get to those guys? I, I hear you about what's happening on the ground for younger people. Who are they going to listen to? Schools. No, no, no. Your, your guys yes. that are now past ma, 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 school. It's, They're it's, past it's, school I, now. Yes, I have a responsibility as a Sfiso. I have a responsibility as a to call them out. But how many Sfiso are we going to have? I can do it in my area, but how many species are going to have? Because I'm also, let us be honest about this thing. I'm also going to be losing an energy in always fighting with them. Remember these guys are so toxic. So I'm not excusing my position in Spiso. Mm. I have a, a responsibility to, to, to call everyone out. No, Spiso, it's, 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 it's not yes. me putting yes. the responsibility on your shoulders. I'm asking yes. from a genuine point of view, who are they yes. likely to listen to or what are they likely to, to be influenced by? I think we cannot escape... A, the, the, to, to, to include it in our curriculum and also to, to include it in, in in those churches and stuff like that where young ones do attend to. Yeah. I think we these, need to these start guys there. though are, are uncles, they are older brothers, they are now yes, in the workplace, true, true, they are not in true. school, they are not yes. in Sunday school. Yes, I understand. What happens, understand. To, what happens to those guys? And and the truth is they still exist in this society. They, they, they are do, also, they do. I, I, I talk to them every day. Trust me, I talk to them every day. Mm-hmm. They, the language they use, I can confirm it to you. And, I talk to them every day. And, and I'll tell you what my concern is. The child yes. goes to school, gets this at school, gets this at Sunday school. They live in the same roof as those guys that you're talking about who have yes. different values. What then? Yes. So my yes. question is, what about those people that you're talking about that all of us are concerned about? How do we get That's to what, them? Yes, that's why I'm saying that when we do that, we're not only attending into schools, also in churches, also in different cultural belief system where we attend to. And then we introduce all this, not only in schools, but we try our level best where we can so that we can introduce this education of, of, of equality mm. when it comes to women and men. Because I see uh, some men think that uh, it's, a, it, it's a war, it's between men versus women, which is not the case, mm. which is not the case. It's mm. just an equality. Mm. So thank you so much for your take. I'm going to ask quickly, Justin, one minute to wrap thank up for us, please. Well, you gave us quite a challenge earlier. You said that we were coming in and uh, talking about boundaries and what you can't do, but what can you do? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take up your challenge <laughs> and say, look, <laughs> the, the way that attraction works often, I call it the seduction of uncertainty. It's not always clear whether mm-hmm. somebody likes you or doesn't like you. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you need to use your sensitivity. Mm-hmm. You need to go out there and start a conversation, you know, and, and be respectful and 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 just like you would with anyone else, and feel it out, right? And I don't mean physically feel it out. I mean feel it out in that conversation. And once you 
done that, then yes, if you're unclear, ask ask her out. And if she says no, no means no. And that's and that, and that would be you know, that, that, there's your boundary. But you are starting to get somewhere. I like that. I really, really like that. Vanessa, let me give you uh, the last word. For me, I think, as I said, and I think there are key institutions like you celebrities must assist us in this because young people listen to more than more than to all of us. And there must be education around them. The key institutions like the church, the family, and all the other the universities, the, the SRCs must also speak about all these things because we don't have the old structures now to talk about how do we bring young boys to be effective um, men. So all these, and, and I think we must, because there are different cultures as well, so we come from different cultures. Therefore, we can't say when when you want to woo a woman, this this is what you must you must you, you must follow. Because I'm not sure how they do it in Northwest, how they do it in Limpopo. Mm. So, but I think if we have those values within the system, that this is what you must do to approach everyone. That that that, that, that is going to work for all of us. And some people are religious as well. It, there's a different way of doing it in church. Yes. a different way of doing yes. it in a rural area, yes. in the township, and so on. And therefore, but I think that. These key institutions, getting speak about different institutions, must come to the board and be able to to educate all of us about the new the new normal, as they always say now, because we live in the in the in the in, in the urban areas. Some they live in in, in, the, in the townships and so on. So, for me, it's important that the institutions must play a very critical and pivotal role in terms of assisting our boys to be better men. Panazela Shozi, always a pleasure talking to you. He's a gender activist as well as a lecturer at the Durban University of Technology under the Adult and Community Education Unit. He speaks, though, today in his personal capacity. And my other guest was Justin Cohen, who is a speaker and an author. And his latest book is Winning with Relationships, 21 Laws of Influence in Love and Business.